The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight Jack Benny does another television show. But meanwhile, let's go back to yesterday morning at Jack's house in Beverly Hills. Rochester is just entering the kitchen to prepare Jack's breakfast. Oh, gee, I'm still sleepy. I better get Mr. Benny's breakfast started. The first thing to do is light the gas. Well, now the room is lit up, I better turn on the stove. Mr. Benny's sure sentimental. We have electricity in the house, but we're not using it this week. Out of respect for Frank Remley's dear departed uncle. Well, I better light the stove. I've got his orange juice in the refrigerator and the coffee is on. What else should I make the boss? Oh, yes, last night he told me that he wanted... Oh, yes, last night he told me that for breakfast he wanted dollar-sized pancakes. I don't mind making the pancakes, but it's so much trouble putting E. Pluribus Unum on them. Well, the griddle's hot, so I'll pour on the batter. Now, uh... Uh-oh, I forgot to take the cover off Polly's cage. Good morning, Polly. Do you feel better today? Oh, I'm sorry your little tummy is still upset. Here, let me lift you up so I can get the hot water bottle out from under you. There we are. My baby, my baby. No, no, Polly. Just because it's warm doesn't mean it's an egg. Say, the boss's dollar-sized pancakes are just about ready. Hold still, Polly. Lift your head up. Look proud. Remember, you're posing for the eagle on them. Well, everything will be ready in a few minutes, and I'll... Coming, coming. Oh, good morning, Mr. Milkman. Good morning, Rochester. How much milk this morning? Twelve quarts. And how much cream? Four pints. Well, let's see. That's twelve quarts of milk and four pints of cream. Uh-huh. Well, give them to me. That's a great cow Mr. Benny has. It sure is. Wait a minute. I'll get the stuff out of the refrigerator for you. You know, Rochester, it's against the city ordinance to keep a cow in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Well, how does Mr. Benny get away with it? He painted stripes on it and told everyone it was a pet zebra. Well, here you are. See you tomorrow. Now, let's see. I better carry Mr. Benny's breakfast up to him. Have I got everything on the tray? I wonder if I should bring him the morning paper or not. I better take a look at it first. Now, let's see. I better carry Mr. Benny's breakfast up to him. Have I got everything on his tray? I wonder if I should bring the morning paper or not. I better take a look at it first. Yep, I can take it to him. The stock market is up again. I'll never forget that day the market crashed in 1929. Mr. Benny cut his throat, but luckily the iodine he swallowed cured him. That was a bad day for the boss. That was the time his hair turned gray, even the one at the cleaners. Good morning, Rochester. Boss, you're up and dressed already. Yep, I got up a little early this morning. Well, here's your breakfast. Say, this looks real good. Yeah. 
Oh, look at those pancakes. What's wrong? No date on them. I'll be a little more careful. I don't want to wind up now to transfer forging pancakes. Oh, stop. I just want my food to look appetizing, that's all. Ah, but they are delicious. How'd you sleep last night, boss? Oh, fine, Rochester. And what a dream I had. I dreamt I was shipwrecked on a desert island. Uh Uh-huh. And on this island, there were nothing but girls. Hundreds of the most beautiful girls you've ever seen. Uh Uh-huh. What a dream. They formed a circle and danced around me, made me their king. Then night came. And what happened? Suddenly a sign flashed on saying, Please stand by. Our picture has been temporarily interrupted. I don't know. When I have dreams about cowboys, I always finish them. Oh, well. Say, this coffee is delicious. It's that new instant coffee. Instant coffee? Yeah, Mr. Coleman set it on his windowsill to cool, and it was gone instantly. I'm sorry. It was gone in a second. Yeah, Mr. Coleman set it on his windowsill to cool, and it was gone in an instant. Oh, Rochester, you shouldn't have done that. By the way, how's Polly feeling this morning? About the same as last night. Her stomach's still upset. Why don't you give her an Alka-Seltzer? I tried that, but the bubbles kept knocking it off her perch. Well, just give her another hot water bottle. That usually fixes her up. You can take the tray, Rochester. It was really a very good breakfast. Thank you. Shut up, you stupid zebra. What does she want to do, get kicked out of Beverly Hills? You know, Rochester, sometimes I think... Want me to answer the door, Mr. Bentley? No, you take the dishes back to the kitchen. I'll go to the door. When I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my money instead of sheep, and I fall asleep counting my money. Dum-bum-bum-bum. Good afternoon, Monsieur Benny. Why, Professor LeBlanc, I didn't expect you. I didn't know I was supposed to take a violin lesson today. You are not. I came over here to talk to you. Certainly, Professor. What is it? Monsieur Benny, I have a chance to play first violin for the Los Angeles Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, that's wonderful, Professor. Is there anything I can do to help? Yes. Don't tell anyone I ever gave you violin lessons. Oh, well, in other words, you want me to give you character references. Just tell them you don't know me at all. But, Professor LeBlanc, a word from me might be very helpful. After all, I am a big star. Monsieur Benny, in comedy circles, you are considered one of the biggest laugh-getters in the country. Unfortunately, you are considered the same in music circles. Hmm. Well, at least I can wish you luck. Thank you, Monsieur Benny. When will you give me my next lesson? I am giving you no more violin lessons. We are through. Finished. Well, Professor LeBlanc, I guess this is goodbye. Oui, Monsieur Benny. Au revoir. Oh, just a second, Professor. Our association has been such a long one, and now it seems to be terminating. So I'd like to give you this extra money as a little bonus. No, thank you, monsieur. I'd like to remember you just the way you are. Oh, well, goodbye, Professor. Goodbye, monsieur Benny. Gee, I haven't practiced my violin in months. Well, I got nothing to do today. Maybe I ought to start right now. Oh, Rochester! Yes, sir? I'm going to do a little practicing. Get me my violin. Your violin? But, boss, it's broken. Broken? Yes, didn't I tell you? Last time you went out on personal appearances, you sent your violin back in your trunk, and when I unpacked it, I found out it was smashed. My violin smashed? Yes, sir, it's broken to bits. You'll never be able to play it again. Well, the express company will have to pay for it. Oh, they'll be glad to. Never mind. Not only will the express company pay for it, but so will the insurance company. What do you mean? 
Well, don't you remember when I told my agent I was going to play on my personal appearance tour, he suggested I take out accident insurance on my violin. No, no, boss. That was on you. On me? Yeah, don't you remember the Blue Cross turned you over to the Red Cross, and the Red Cross declared you a potential disaster? Well, send it out to be fixed right away. I want it. Shall I answer it? No, you take care of my violin. I'll answer it. Oh, hello, Don. Hello, Jack. Hello, fellas. Mm. Well, Jack, the sportsmen are going to be busy the rest of the week, so can you listen to the commercial now? Oh, sure, Don, sure. Come on in the den. Would you like a cup of Coleman? I mean, coffee? How about you, fellas? They have much time, Jack, so we'll have to get right into the commercial. I'm in a hurry, too. How come? Well, I've got to go to the doctor and have some x-rays taken. X-rays? What's the matter? You see, coming over here just now, when I crossed Sunset Boulevard, the traffic was very heavy, and I think I swallowed an M.G. Hmm. All right, Don. All right. I'll go along with your little joke. You can go to the doctor and have your x-rays. I'm sure if you swallowed an M.G., it must be costing you quite a bit of pain. No, that's not worrying me, Jack. What? I want to find out if there was anyone in it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, Don, that's as far as I can go with your little fat whimsy. So let's hear the song instead. Okay, fellas, hit it. They did this already, huh? <clears throat> Don, sportsman, that was wonderful. It'll sound great on the show. Ah, glad you liked it, Jack. Oh, say, before I run along, I, I was just thinking, if you're not doing anything, uh, maybe we can play some golf this afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry, Don. I got a date. Dennis, and De Dennis Day and I are going on a picnic. Just the two of you? No, we're going with a couple of girls. <laughs> well, hope you enjoy yourself. So long, Jack. So long. Say, look what time it is. Oh, Rochester. Yes, Mr. Billy? Did Dennis Day call? Yes, sir. He's got a cold. He won't be able to go on the picnic with you. How do you like that? And I made a date with these two girls. Gee, I don't know what to... Now, who can that be? Hello, Jack. Well, Bob. Bob Hope. Gee, it's good to see you, Bob. Come on in. Okay, but tell me when 12 minutes are up. I only put a penny in your parking meter. Don't worry. I'll validate your ticket. Come on in. Well, it was nice you to drop in on me like this, Bob. Well, this isn't exactly a social visit. You mean you have some business to discuss Yes, Jack. With me? I came over here about several big business deals. What are they? Well, I'd like you for a guest star in my television show, also my radio show. I want you to play a part in my next picture, and I need three quarts of zebra milk. Oh, thanks, Bob. I appreciate your thinking of me. So you want me to do a picture with you, eh? Yes, Jack, and it's going to be a very exciting one. You and I play the part of two oil prospectors down in Texas. Say, that sounds good. Hey, tell me something, Bob. Are the people down there really as rich as we keep hearing about? They sure are. In fact, Texas is the only place in the world that sends care packages to Beverly Hills. Oh, stop. Care packages to Beverly Hills. Oh, by the way, Bob, I meant to tell you. I read your book, Have Tucks Will Travel. Oh, thank you. It's three fifty for the cloth color, dollar for the paper cover. Autographs, 50 cents extra. Say, you can get them anywhere. And how do you like what I wrote about you, by the way? Well, it was very nice, Bob, but I felt that you could have devoted more space to me considering the fact that I'm responsible for your success in pictures. How are you responsible for my success in pictures? If I hadn't been so lousy, you wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Jack, you shouldn't talk that way about yourself. I think you're great in pictures. In fact, I think you're great in everything you do. Really, Bob? Yes, and that's not just my opinion. It's also the opinion of your writers who wrote this script. Now, wait a minute, Bob. My writers are very... Excuse me, Mr. Benning, I didn't... Oh, hello, Mr. Hope. Hello, Rochester. Do you want me to see me about something, Rochester? Well, the mail just came. Anything important? Just some circulars, some bills, and a care package from Houston. Gee, Bob, you weren't kidding after all, huh? Mr. Benny, if there's anything you want, I'll be in the kitchen. Okay. 
Now, Jack, getting back to the picture, do you want to be in it with me? I guess so. What's it going to be called? The Road to Dallas. Hey, wait a minute. You make all the road pictures with Bing Crosby. How come he's not going to be in this one? Well, as I told you, it's going to be made in Texas, and Bing is a little sensitive about Texas since they turned him down. Turned him down for what? He wanted to buy it. Now, just a minute, Bob. I know Bing is loaded, but how could any one man buy the state of Texas? Gary's working now. Oh, yes, I forgot. Okay, Bob, it's a deal. Good. Well, I guess I'll be running along. So long, Bob. It was nice. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? Bob, you can do me a big favor if you're not doing anything this afternoon. Not doing anything? I have a radio rehearsal. I have a script conference for my, my TV show. I have to go to a bookstore and autograph copies of Half Tucks Will Travel. I have to be interviewed for a fan magazine. And I have costume fittings for my picture. Oh, it's a shame you're so busy, Bob. You see, I have a date with two... Where do we pick them up? At their apartment. Hmm. We're late now, so I'll call the girls and tell them that you're coming instead of Dennis Day. Who was that on the phone, Mabel? It was Mr. Benny Gertrude. He says Dennis Day can't come with us on the picnic. That's too bad. So he's bringing Bob Hope instead. That's even worse. What are you talking about? Well, I know a girl has been out with Bob a couple of times, and she complained about that nose of his. That's some nose he's got. Yeah, but it can be very economical. With Bob, a girl can get kissed and have her ears pierced at the same time. Well, I'd still rather kiss Bob than Jack. I kissed him once and it was awful. What's wrong with kissing Benny? Well, with his eyes and those thick glasses, you feel like you're studying a blue-bottle fly under a microscope. Gee, you're right. Come on, let's finish wrapping the sandwiches. Okay. Hey, how come you're marking prices on the sandwiches? If we have any left over, Jack takes them home and puts them in his machine. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There are lunches already. Gee, I'm kind of excited about this date. How do I look? Okay. Are the seams in my stocking straight? This one is, and this one is, but this one isn't. Stop trying to be funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Say, when we go on the picnic, how are we going to pair off? I guess Bob and I should be with each other because we're the youngest. What do you mean you're the youngest? Well, I'm younger than you, and Bob is younger than you. You keep talking like that, Mabel, and I'll tell everybody about your first husband. Oh, no, you won't. Oh, yes, I will, Mrs. John Wilkes Booth. Now, come on, let's stop arguing. We're supposed to wait in front of the house. Okay, I'm ready. Gee, we got a real nice day for the picnic. Oh, I got to go back in. Why? I forgot the opener for the canned beer. Don't bother with Hope's nose. We won't need one. Oh, look, here they come down the block. Wave to them. I think they see us. She was real nice of you to come on this date with me, Bob. Well, don't worry, Jack. The pleasure's all mine. Oh, look. Look, there are the girls that we have the date with. Those? 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 Now, wait a minute. Don't look so disappointed, Bob. I'll admit they're not exactly chickens. Oh, I don't know. The tall one has feathers growing out of her neck. Now, look, Bob. Jack, are you sure we're taking these two on a picnic? Yes, why? Well, they look more like something you'd find at a picnic. Look, Bob, please act nice. Now, come on, I'll introduce you. Hello, Mabel. Hello, Gertrude. Hello, Jack. I'd like you to meet a friend of mine. This is Bob Hope. Hello, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, girls. Look, it's getting late. Let's get started for the picnic. Okay, where's your car? The car's around the corner, but we're not using mine. We're in Bob's. Oh, isn't that swell, Mabel? This time we can ride up the hills, too. Yeah, let's get going. Hey, let's rest. I'm getting tired. Okay. There's a couple of nice places here we can eat our food. Here under this tree or by that little stream. Let's 
seat here under the tree, fellas. It's safer. What do you mean it's safer, Mabel? In case something starts chasing us, we can climb the tree. What's going to chase us? Don't look at me. Come on, let's not sit in the shade. Let's get out in the sun. No, Jack, it's nice right here. Well, you kids can stay in the shade if you want to. I'm getting out in the sun. Gee, look at him. He really wants to get a suntan. He's taking off his coat, shirt, and hair. Yeah, what a guy Benny is. He goes on a picnic to Calabasas, gets a suntan, and then tells everybody he's been shipwrecked on a desert island surrounded by a hundred girls. What? I've had that dream, too, with no interruptions. All right, all right. Now, come on, kid. Let's have some fun. Let's go wading in the stream. Okay, Jack. Come on, Bob. Come on, Gertrude. Boy, what slow pokes you are. I'm the first one to get my shoes and socks off. Hey, Mabel, look. Look what funny feet he has. Only five toes. Come on, let's get in the water. Wow, this water's cold. Yeah, and the rocks are so sharp. They hurt your feet. Gosh, it doesn't bother me a bit. Of course it doesn't hurt your feet. You've still got your shoes on. He doesn't want to take them off. He'll wet his money. Oh, stop kidding. Hey, look, fellas. Look at that frog. Yep, there he goes. Let's catch him. Yeah, let's. Okay, quiet now. Look, if you want to catch him, you better... Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Don't just stand there. Pull him out. This is silly. I'm getting out of here. Oh, oh, I'm slipping. Look out, Jack. Help. Help, I can't swim. I can't swim. Well, try standing. The water's only three inches deep. <laughs> Come on. Help me. <coughs> Build a fire. I'm getting a chill. Okay, but I haven't got any matches. Well, I haven't got any. I haven't got any either. How will we start the fire? Why don't you try rubbing your legs together? Why don't you forget you're a comedian? Everybody else has. Oh, I wish I had a good line here. We'll get one. <laughs> get one. No, you <laughs> Look, kids, I have my cigarette lighter here. I'll start the fire. Ah, that's better. Come on, let's eat. We can start with sandwiches while the wieners are roasting. Ah, oh, gee, this beer is good and cold. You see, Mabel, I told you we didn't need a can opener. Hey, pass me one of those sandwiches, please. Here you are, Jack. Thanks. Now, let's all enjoy ourselves. Yeah, we certainly have a beautiful sunny day for our picnic. That's right. You know, Jack, it's funny. What is? Well, here we are, two comedians, and between us, we must have told millions of jokes about how it rains in California when it really doesn't. Yeah, but our listeners know that it's all in fun. Sure, anyone who's ever been here knows it never rains in California. See, if it did rain, what would be funny about telling all the jokes? That's the basic humor of the whole thing. I'll have another chicken sandwich, Mabel. So will I. You know, Jack, we should thank our lucky stars that we live in California. Yeah, what a country. Well, it's about time we started back. Should we go get in the car? Now, nah, let's wait here till the floats by. We're downhill. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack will be back in just a moment to tell you about his television program, which goes on at 7 p.m. But first, let's hear that catchy Lucky Strike light-up time tune again. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack will be back in just a moment to tell you about his television show, which goes on immediately after this program. But first, let's hear that catchy Lucky Strike light-up time tune again. Bob, I want to thank you very much for appearing on my show tonight. You're welcome, Jack. And don't forget, you promised to mention my picture. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Hope can currently be seen in The Seven Little Foys. 
He also makes a personal appearance tonight in Chicago, Illinois, and Gander, Newfoundland. Tomorrow night in Singapore and Guam. And the following night in Casablanca and Pomona. However, I can be seen tonight on television over the CBS network. Good night, Bob. Good night, folks. Oh, I'm sorry. Good night, Mel. Uh, uh, Bill, did you hear from me? Yeah, put it. He'll put it.